superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Rich Eisen Show with guest host... Kirk Morrison. Let's start this program with Jefferson Leap to catch it. He caught it! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. He didn't get out of there! No! He fell down! Yes! The Vikings are gonna win! I'm just pissed off of all that effort for that to be the result. Earlier on the show, PHNX NFL insider Howard Balzer, host of the Business of Sports podcast, Andrew Brandt. Coming up, 10-year NFL veteran Ben Lieber. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Kirk Morrison. Uh, hour three of the Rich Eisen Show. I'm Kirk Morrison, filling in for Rich. Kirk. As Rich is traveling back from Germany, uh, I don't know if he had any uh, adult beverages while out there, right? When you're in Germany, oh, no. well, well, he went to the Hofbrau house. So he, he went to the, went to the Hofbrau. He was yeah. good. Big right. Steins. I don't know if I've he was good. I don't know if that's the way to. Yeah, well, he is traveling back. Yeah, he and the crew from uh, Sunday game day. I missed him on the actual show, but it was because he was doing some play-by-play duties, and he was in his bag yesterday. Hey, it was a, a delightful, a delightful listen on my flight home from uh, my college football game. But I uh, I turned to the to the hotline, to the guest line, joining us to the, on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. Uh, it's a guy who I truly respect, one of the great linebackers ever to come out of Kansas State University, but he was a 10-year NFL veteran. But he's also the co-host of the Twin Cities Live. This is when you know you're 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 good when you start doing local television like morning shows covering food, fashion, and fun weekdays from three to four thirty on KSTP TV. He's also a broadcaster on KFAN one zero zero three. He is Ben Lieber joining the program, and Ben, I have to tell you this before we start. One of the great pleasures that I have, and this is the beautiful moments of social media, is. After every Minnesota Vikings game, I get this really close up on Instagram of Ben Lieber's face. And just your facial expression alone, I know what happened in the game. <laughs> but this facial expression I got after looking at your Instagram uh, yesterday that came into my timeline, this was one of not just joy and happiness, but it was also a little bit of shock as you were there in Buffalo yesterday. Just tell me about the atmosphere, what you witnessed with this Vikings victory over the Buffalo Bills. Oh, first of all, Kirk, it's always good to talk to you. <laughs> um, thanks for the for the nice intro. You even got the TCL plug in there. I, I mean, did. Fashion fun. I mean, it's what we do at three to four thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I got to. Oh yeah, it's wild. Um, 
yeah. No, thanks for thanks for tuning into my Instagram for those silly little updates and uh, recaps of the games. Yeah, I, I. It's funny because sometimes I have to intentionally change, like I, I edit the the cover photo, you know, because <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, when I start the video, I don't maybe I don't look as happy as I seem. So then I'll like try to find a picture where I'm like, more, you know, maybe a little more happy, so people can understand that. Uh, hey, when we win, it's um. It looks good. So, um, so anyway, the the atmosphere there was was nuts. It's everything you'd expect mm-hmm. from Buffalo's fan base. They're a great crowd. Everybody talks about it. it's like the only college field to the NFL, and uh, it was a packed house. They were rowdy. Um, I think everybody was excited that that Josh Allen was playing. We were kind of basically getting their best shot versus our best shot. It's what we talked about all week long, and. You know, it's it was truly one of the great joys in my life to watch those series of events at the end of the game and how it all turned out. It was it was one of the best football games, probably the best football game I've ever watched. I do want to start, like you mentioned before the game, because everything was all about who would start at quarterback. Was it going to be Case Keenum? Uh, was it going to be, obviously, Josh Allen? And no one knew. Obviously, they, they didn't elevate a quarterback on Saturday from the practice squad. or they, Well, it was Matt Barkley. They didn't elevate him. So that kind of told us that, hey, Josh Allen probably is going to play in this football game, but would he start? And obviously, when the game comes up, they finally started and played. And so, Ben, when you realized that Josh Allen was going to start, what was the mindset you think of the football team? You know, I think it was kind of what they expected, to be honest with you. Like, I, I personally did not buy this whole this whole thing during the week that he wasn't going to play in the game. Um, you know, I even talked about it locally on KFAN that, you know, it's, it's going to be something like, okay, he's going to be limited or out. You know, when they said initially he's going to be day-to-day with his initial, initial diagnosis, that to me was, was the biggest clue. You know, if he was not going to be day-to-day and he was going to be questionable like on Monday or Tuesday, then I would think, okay, he's probably not going to play. But the other part of it is, and you understand this, you look at the, the two quarterbacks that they could possibly see. They get the most, you know, one of the most athletic quarterbacks with the biggest arm in the NFL, right. and then you have Case Keenum, who doesn't have the biggest arm and not quite as athletic. It's a lot easier to prepare for Josh Allen and then at the last second find out it's Case Keenum. Like, I, I don't think that the mindset changed at all. I don't think that anybody bought into um, what they were doing with the injury report and having him you know, run off the field at practice when the media got there. Was it a ruse? Was it a setup? You know, he didn't even warm up during the course of the game. Uh, nobody really saw him on the field. So I, I think they, they put a lot of effort and drama into something that really, in the end, did not matter. He's Ben Lieber, the 10-year NFL veteran. He's the broadcaster. He's also the sideline reporter for the Minnesota Vikings. But, you know, Ben, one of the things that I love about the NFL, I am a big, big, big proponent for revenge games. I love revenge games. This was supposed to be the Stephon Diggs revenge game, right? The former Minnesota Viking taking on the Vikings as as he's a member of the Buffalo Bills, going against the guy who they used the first-round pick for in Justin Jefferson. And it was supposed to be Jefferson and Diggs who won this trade and yesterday, both of them made outstanding catches, probably two of the better catches you'll see all of the NFL season. But Justin Jefferson made a catch yesterday that ultimately you, you just, I mean, I don't know where it will rank in terms of all time, but that catch and what it meant on fourth and 18, just tell me about that one, Ben. Oh, I think it's I think it's better than the Odell catch, to mm-hmm. be honest with you, because you know, Odell's was was amazing because he was falling backwards and was one-handed, and really, I think he had like you know two fingers and maybe his thumb on it. It was an incredible catch. But you look at this catch and you slow it down. 
you know, the defender had both hands, 10 fingers on that ball. <laughs> and, and how did Justin, I still watch that. I'm like, I don't know how he came up with it. I was, I was standing probably 10 feet away, and I was jumping up and down because I couldn't believe he caught it. But then I never really saw the replay. I didn't see the replay until I got, you know, the game was over. I'm scrolling social media, and I'm watching the highlights. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, this, this is it. I've seen a better catch in a bigger moment. Um, obviously, you mentioned Stephon Diggs. I mean, the Minneapolis Miracle. That, was, right. <laughs> you know, that wasn't like a great spectacular catch. It was a, a great moment, and he was a part of it. Um, that play, the, the timing, the moment on fourth down, it, it's seriously, it'll, be, it, it, it'll go down in one of the best catches, at least in Vikings history. You know, one of the things that this, this team was a, didn't make the playoffs a year ago, but it didn't have to be overhaul changes, but maybe just a change in the voice, in the leader. And Kevin O'Connell comes in as the new head coach. You've had a chance to see him for now half a season. What's been the biggest difference that you've seen, Ben? You know, I think, you know, there there is a relaxed nature to the way that he approaches the game, and I think the guys really respond to that. Um, you know, we, you hear all these older, you know, more experienced coaches kind of complain about the new generation of players. They're like, oh, these guys, they just they have to know the why all the time, and you have to over-explain things and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I think for some coaches it kind of exposes them that they can't just yell at a player and say, go do that because that's what I told you to do. Um, you know, that, that style is it's, it's hard to bridge that generational gap. And I think with the way uh, Kevin's come in, He's all about the why. He's all about the why as, um, you know, as a leader of men. You know, this is why we're going to do things on a day-to-day basis. This is why we're going to do things on the X's and O's. Um, they don't have a lot of, like, yelling sessions. You know, I don't think anybody's going into meetings feeling like they're just going to get beat down and ridiculed and embarrassed. Um, you know, kind of like when we were, we were coming up in football. That was, that was sort of the deal. You know, you, you dreaded those post those next day great oh, sessions because you feel like you, you know, sometimes you feel like you're, you're two inches high because you're just getting uh, beat down so much. But it's not, it's not like that. It's, it's an environment of respect. And um, I truly think that they care about the players and, and the players feel that it's genuine. I think there's a lot of coaches that try to say one thing and they do another, but I think with Kevin and his staff, the way they communicate, the way that they walk the walk guys, can tell that they're not fraudulent, that they're genuine. You can follow him on Twitter at Nacho Lieber, also on Instagram at Ben Lieber Official. Uh, and Ben, what's the difference with Kirk Cousins? Obviously the numbers are showing itself, but these were the, the games that Kirk Cousins would lose. And yet this year the Vikings are winning, winning these games. A lot of it has to do with the quarterback. Why is that? Yeah, a lot of it does have to do with the quarterback. And I think, you know, they've kind of alluded to this a little bit more of a calculated risk-taking with Kirk. Um, they're letting Kirk know that, hey, it's, it's okay to throw interceptions. It's okay to throw into tight windows and take a shot, take a chance. Like, be a little bit of a gunslinger. You know, I think, you know, Kirk under Mike Zimmer, it was, it was so much like, hey, we're going to protect the football. We're going to run the ball with Dalvin Cook. It's all about, you know, time of possession and limiting mistakes. And I think too often Kirk kind of took the safe route because he was afraid – to let his head coach down, thus letting his team down. But I think the whole team now knows that Kirk's got the green light to rip it. And you look at you know a couple of those throws in that game, the one that we just talked about, Justin, right. the other third down play that got um, got us down to the two-yard line was another J.J. catch in the corner of the you know, front corner of the end zone. 
um, that was a ridiculous throw that I, I just don't know if Kirk the last year or a couple years ago would have made that throw because he would have seen color, he would have saw double coverage, right. and like, nope, I can't in this situation make that throw. Um, he's been given the green light to be um, to take some calculated risks, and and now that the players know that, they they honor it, respect it, and they don't give me trouble on the sideline when he makes mistakes. They just uh, they brush it off and play the next play. Just a couple more minutes here with Ben Lieber. And, you know, Ben, we've talked so much offense, 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 but they brought in Zadarius Smith. They, Patrick Peterson had two interceptions. This defense has been the staple for the Minnesota Vikings for so long, for so many years. But obviously, it's a little bit different this year. What are we not told? Why are we not talking about this defense enough? I think because the defense categorically is not something that's going to, you know, blow you away when you look at their statistics. Um, you know, they're, they're, not, they're not outstanding in any one area. You know, going into the game uh, yesterday, they were, what, what, I think the worst defense in the red zone. Basically, mm-hmm. any team that gets inside the 20, they're scoring, they're scoring <laughs> touchdowns at an unbelievable rate. Uh, they finished, the Bills finished three of six yesterday, but uh, early parts of that game, it was, it was staying true to the trend. So um, I think that it's kind of a defensive anomaly. They, they give up plays. They'll give up some chunks here and there. They'll let offenses sustain drives and pick up first downs, but then, for whatever reason, there's a, there's a magic to the season. They they get a key sack. They get a key takeaway. Um, they make they make the key plays and the critical plays when they need to make it. And you mentioned mentioned uh, Pat P. You know he's been phenomenal. You know this this new shift in defensive philosophy and the way that they cover guys is is working right to his skill set. You know I am jealous of you, Ben, because I. I... You know, as a player, we've both been players, and you know when you win a football game, that flight home, you went on the road, that flight home is always one of the best. You have so much fun. Yeah. Tell me about these plane rides home with the Minnesota Vikings, man. I mean, for, two weeks ago was Kirk Cousins with no shirt on. He's got the chains on. This time is Patrick Peterson. He tied his shirt off. He's got the chains on. How crazy or how fun has it been seeing these guys get on that plane ride home? And it just seems like a different culture with the way they've been able to to uh, celebrate their success. Well, you know the unfortunate <laughs> part, though, here, Kirk, is that you know when you're a non-player and I'm you know now on the, the quote-unquote broadcast team. Oh. You know, you know, I gotta sit in the back with all the unwashed. You know, oh, no. all, all, all the all the pretty people and the players, they get they're up front, first class, business class, <laughs> whatever it is, and you know, you load from the front and the back of the plane. So I know my place. I just put my head down. I just go up the <laughs> the, the stairs in the back of the plane. I grab my snacks and I sit down. We didn't even a couple weeks ago. We didn't even know until I think we landed and we were scrolling social media that. You know, Kirko and the chains came out, and, and it was a big deal. It was that just last week? We didn't even know it was that big of a deal. We didn't know what was going on. I mean, wow. They got a boombox up there. They're playing music. They're dancing. It's Club Delta up there, and we don't even get a chance to hear it. So, man, I I wish I could share some amazing stories of being being up there or watching it firsthand. But nope, they stick us in the back of the plane. They party in the front. Although I did hear that whoever was in charge of the boombox did not charge it fully, so they were they were mid party and the boombox died. So uh, <laughs> they got to do a better job of making sure that boombox is fully charged. Uh, ben, I'm gonna get you out of here on this one. You're also the co-host of uh, TCL Twin Cities Lives, covering food, fashion, and fun. Look, the Vikings are eight and one. What's the vibe down in Minnesota? 
Well, I'll tell you this. You know, we don't talk a lot of sports on our show, but, um, you know, we're, we're on today's show at 3 o'clock. We are going to open the show and talk extensively about the Vikings win and kind of what it means because, you know, I think, you know, there is sometimes a separation between, between sports and entertainment and lifestyle, and not everybody, not all of our viewers are sports fans, but this is one of those things with the Viking, the way the Vikings are trending and the way they're going, the, the whole city kind of needs to know. It's it, It's gone from you know, front page of the sports to the front page of the newspaper. And, um, look, it's it's a big deal here. Everybody's excited. I think everybody has cautious optimism because we've been down this road before. We've had a team that starts off hot and in kind of disappoint everybody at the end of the season. So everybody's, you know, looking at this as a, as a fun thing for, for the moment. Uh, we're going to enjoy every win. And let's just hope, Kirk, that, um, you know, <laughs> Come February, you know, we're talking about something really special here. Yeah, I'm seeing you down in uh, Glendale, Arizona, so I hope so, brother. No <laughs> hey, I know you got to get to the green room, get ready, get the makeup going, and get it all ready for the uh, TCL at 3 o'clock. So. That's, that's the worst part of the job. I've never had to wear makeup before. And here I'm putting makeup on. Oh, boy. Yep, linebackers wearing makeup. It's all good, brother. All right, Ben, appreciate the time. I know you're a busy guy, but I appreciate it as always, brother. Yeah, you too, man. Have a good show. <laughs> that's uh, – Ben Lieber, the 10-year NFL veteran. Reach him on Twitter, at Nacho Lieber. His IG, Instagram, at Ben Lieber Official. It is literally after every Vikings game, he has this portrait of a photo or a video, and you know just by what his face looks like if they won or lost. Now, look, it's been nine games. He's had a lot of happy faces. A lot of happy, <laughs> a lot of happy faces. He joined us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. Oh, man, the time has come. The time has come. I'm excited. You ready? Hey, I'm ready. You ready? Overreaction Yo, Monday. My go. guy Brockman's going to have some oh. overreactions. I can't wait to get into them. But first, when you open up a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, you're opening up more than just doors. You're unlocking potential. The potential to do your own thing, be your own boss, steer your own success, and blaze your own trail. Each and every Sprinter van is built, designed, and equipped to let you hit the open road and take on any goal you set to help you follow your own passions, reawaken that spirit of adventure, and check all those big, bold, fun, and exciting experiences off that bucket list. Owning a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van lets you live, work, play at your dreams. No matter how far off that beaten path, they'll take you and you'll. With 16 body types, you're the choice of gas or diesel engine, whatever you want. Thousands of ways to customize are now available in all-wheel drive. A spirit, a Sprinter van is capable and versatile enough to help drive your ambitions wherever you want to take them. So now's the time to discover what is it that moves you. Don't wait. Unlock your potential inside a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Hmm. More Rich Eisen Show and overreactions coming up right here when we come back. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side, helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature, quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% 
on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least... The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, 844-204-7424. Get to a couple of your phone calls uh, in a minute because I do want to interact with some of the folks out there. I know some people have been holding online. Definitely get to you. Sirius XM Channel 218, XM Channel 202. Stream for free on odyssey.com or the Odyssey app. And you can catch us on the Westwood One terrestrial radio stations coast to coast. Uh, but the time has come. It's overreactions that we get on Monday I, I, Let's do I go. Say the floor is yours. Take it away. Right. Hit it. Guys. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. I'm ready. Okay, Kirk. I am ready. Here's the deal. Here's okay. how we do this. Here, I say a bunch of crazy stuff about yesterday's games. Right. You tell me if I'm overreacting. Okay. Or if it's an appropriate reaction. You gotcha. can talk it out with us here. All Sounds right. Sounds good. I'm ready to roll. All right. Here we go. First up. Led by Jeff Saturday and Matt Ryan, the Colts are making the playoffs. <laughs> uh, that is an overreaction. That what? definitely is an overreaction. Yep. Uh, don't overreact off of just one game. It was just one game. I want to see two, they're, they're three, four, five, and four. one. Okay. They're three spots back. They're the 10th seed right now behind Correct. New England, the Chargers, and the Bengals. Half game back. Their defense, no Shaq Leonard possibly for a while. Obviously, they have to go through that process. DeForest Buckner's been banged up a little bit. Offensively, I've seen too many deficiencies. If Jonathan Taylor's playing, I give them Is JT a, a back? Fighter. He looked back yesterday. He looked back yesterday, but he's been banged up this year. First time in his career, he's, even in high school and college, first time he's really had this many injuries. That still scares me a little bit, but... When you think about where they're at right now, Tennessee, they've lost to Tennessee twice already. That's true. So they think about you looked at their lead or you know where they sit in terms of standing. The only way they can make it is if they're one of those four through I mean sorry, those five through seven teams. Right. Because they're not gonna win the division. Tennessee is just Tennessee's got that lead on them. They're not going to overtake Tennessee. So now you need someone else to slip. Right. How many so teams we, are you so we believe out? in we believe in Buffalo, right? Even I though they're currently Buffalo. the six seed. Correct. Do we believe in the Jets, Patriots, Chargers, or Bengals? I believe in the Bengals. I think the Chargers, yes. But it's, do you believe in the Colts, though? Right. That's what. That's the hard part. Is the Colts, especially? I think they have another game against the Jaguars, and we know what the Jaguars do to the Colts. I mean, that's what. Yeah. 
But, you know, that's what got Carson Wentz thrown out of town <laughs> to the Jaguars <laughs> in Week 17 last year. So, yeah, decent, I mean, decent schedule. They still have to play the Eagles, Steelers, Cowboys, Vikings, Chargers, and Giants, Texans. No, say, say that again. Say it again. <laughs> Maybe not as bad. Maybe not as <laughs> good as I thought. Look, Eagles, have okay, Eagles lost. Steelers, though, they can oh, beat the Steelers. I don't know. Mike Tomlin in the second half, Mike Tomlin is a little bit different. Yeah. At Cowboys, at Vikings, and then Chargers, Giants, Texans. <laughs> All right. Okay. Maybe not. <laughs> Overreaction. It sounded good when I was writing it yesterday when I was watching Jeff Saturday it, celebrate. No, it's it's it sounds good because of how they play. They're going to play a good brand of football because they're going to play hard. They're going to play physical. But I don't know if they have enough to what those other teams. I mean, Philadelphia has the depth this yeah. year, right? The Chargers may... Who knows what the Chargers will be playing for at that point in the season? The Cowboys are a better team. Yeah, I got to go overreaction on that one. Did you see Saturday's locker room speech? Man, I was yeah. I was fired up. He's that a dude, awesome. man. Awesome. He's he's a, he's a guy. He's the, he's awesome. I said he's a former center. All right, TJ is for you. Sorry about the game yesterday. Oh, well, mm-hmm. you know, but Mike McCarthy made the right call going for it in overtime. I didn't have a problem with that. Situation: They had a chance to take the lead in overtime, but it would have been about a 53-yard field goal in the win, the cold at Lambeau. He went for it instead, didn't get it, you know, and then Green Bay won the game. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the opposite, not an overreaction here. I think that he did make the right call. I, I think going for it, I, I, Dak Prescott on fourth down, I give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe, this is what I always say, I agree with the call. I'm sorry. I agree with the decision. Not the not call. To kick, not the play. Not the call, though. Yeah, I would, right. would have loved to see something different. Draw something up. Why is that ball not going to C.D. Lamb, right? Why is it not? Tony Pollard yesterday. Yeah, yeah Pollard. <laughs> yeah, those two. To me, I'm designing something for my got-to-have-it players, yeah. right? To me, back in the day, that's that's going to Des Bryant, right? Yeah. Like you just There's certain guys who I'm going to rely on. I saw with Minnesota Vikings yesterday. I know they've been on topic of mine, but fourth and third, fourth and eighteen game on the line. I don't care. I'm just going to throw it up, and I asked my guy to go make a play. I didn't like that call yesterday for uh, Mr. Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I, I didn't like the fact that CD was clearly had pass interference on him on that play. <laughs> oh, stop! It. Come on, the, the defender turned him inside out. No, <laughs> I didn't like that play. I, I think you got to do something different. I, I said this earlier. Like, if Mike McCarthy knows anything, it would be kicking field goals. You know, there in yeah. that in that stadium with those plus conditions, field goals tough and great. You know, yeah. I, so I agree with you, Kirk. I, 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 you can't get mad about going for it as a fan, but I, I yeah. didn't love that play I think call. At right. first, I was more on like being more conservative, and I think about it. He's on the road, though. Cowboys on the road. You gotta, you know what I'm saying? Like gotta you gotta go take win. that win. Yeah. You got, you're not gonna, you're not gonna hold on for the win. I always say, as a road team. You're never gonna hold on for a win. You you take wins. Gotcha. So I thought he was trying to take the win. And the flip side of that, let's talk Packers real quick. Pack's back, baby. Mojo's back, and they're going to get into the playoffs as the seventh seed. So they're currently ninth, four and six. Mm. They're behind the Commanders, seemingly who will lose tonight. And then San Francisco is five and four in the so seventh. So it? it's not an overreaction. It's the uh, what's it? The an appropriate reaction. An appropriate reaction. Does Green Bay have a chance to get in? That's basically kind of yeah, what I'm getting at. Yeah, I think it's an appropriate reaction. I think it's an appropriate reaction, and the reason why is because I think I just I don't want to count out Aaron Rodgers. There's two guys I just don't count out: Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Until they retire, I I just I feel like I always have a chance. 
I feel like if there's a, a couple of quarterbacks that can catch fire and can go on a streak, it's Aaron Rodgers. I've seen it before. He's told us all to R E L A X, and then yeah. just went on a just went on a tear. They won't get to 13 wins though for the first time in the uh, Matt Lafleur era. But I still think that this is an appropriate reaction that they will go out and make the playoffs. They just need one win. And I can tell you this as a former player, it is one win makes you feel like it makes it feel like five wins in a row. Just one win makes you feel like, okay, woo, the confidence. Or you could be on the other side where I said like one loss, like the Raiders, can feel like five losses. Because now it starts to just now it creeps in your mind. And you see how that where they're going right now. Packers back. All right. Uh, Let's see in the north. The Vikings are the best team in the NFL and demand our respect. (laughs) (laughs) Overreaction. That's overreaction. They they are a good football team, but they are also winning some games by the skin of their, you know, (laughs) their skin of their teeth. Seriously. They are. I I do like what they're doing. Kevin O'Connell, shout out to him, the head coach. He's brought in a different mindset. You love that they have balance offensively. Justin Jefferson continues to show that he's one of the best receivers. He's top three. I would agree with that. Justin Jefferson, top yeah, three? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Who is it? Just, I don't who are the wanna, other two? Yeah, who are the other two? That's what I'm saying. Who are the other two right now? Uh, right. Are we talking just like right, right now, now as of today? Right now. If you, if Do you put, put Tyrese like in there? Yeah. So if you had to like... Just fantasy purposes. Okay. Hey, you get three picks. You get you got three picks right now. You got to pick your three receivers right now in fantasy. I'm Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Tyreek Tyree Hill. Kill. Stephon Diggs. It would have been Cooper Cup. It would have been Cup. But now yeah. it's like. Yeah, not this year. Not this year. Not this yeah. year. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Stephon I like Diggs. that. That's a, that's a nice top three. Um, I think this uh, yeah, overreaction. They're, they're not the best team in the NFL. I think that they can work their way to that possibly. I want to see more wins from them. And I do want to see Kirk Cousins win a game in primetime. Right? That's, to me, that's still a thing. Until he proves us wrong and has one of those games in which he's on fire. Right? He's already lost. And it's hard to put them as the best team. They've lost to the best team. Right? The Philadelphia Eagles in primetime. That's still a mark on the record. So I'm going to go. This is an overreaction. They're the best team in the NFL. Vikings have a better win though their their win over buffalo is better than the eagles best win which is over a dak prescott less cowboys if they have an exchange from center are we still saying the same thing (laughs) the buffalo bill but they did an exchange from center like they didn't an exchange from center come on man on the half yard line (laughs) all right uh look we love justin herbert around here right we We love justin herbert we think he's awesome i think he's okay i think he's okay i think he's okay I think he's okay. I think he's getting less than okay coaching, which is why Sean Payton is going to be the Chargers coach next year with Justin Herbert. Let's go. That's an appropriate reaction. I think it's an appropriate reaction. Brandon Staley hot seat? I would say so. If if Sean see, this is the one thing I always say. Just because you have someone in place and there's a better deal out there, do you take the deal? Right. I think that sometimes we have items maybe in our home and I got that. But, oh, that's a that's a hot deal, too. Yeah. And I can swap out my old and get the new. Right. It's just like when people they get, you know, the new car comes out. Everybody's like, oh, 
You want that every well, year? We do it with the iPhone every yeah, single I, year. That's the, per- <laughs> the perfect. We analogy. do it every single year with the right. iPhone, Mike. You get Trust the new me. one every year. You get yep. the so yeah, the iPhone 13. You're like, oh, this can't get any better. Then boom, they roll out the iPhone 14, and it's Christmas time, and it's and like 15's coming around. Man, I need the 14. <laughs> I need it, man. I need it's it. Going on a trip. Yep. I need it. But I, I think it's an appropriate reaction only because when you get a new coach. Sometimes that coach has to be a part of what you have invested your time in as a football franchise. They've invested their time into Justin Herbert. I would think that they bring in a coach that has had a track record of mentoring, tutoring, calling plays for the quarterback. I think that that would be a big hire for them if that does happen. It's not an overreaction. This is an appropriate reaction that Sean Payton, look, who let's let's be real. He loves Los Angeles. He's having a lot of fun here over there, <laughs> hanging out on the Fox lot, Del Tufo. Like he's, <laughs> he, he likes these little trips to Los Angeles. Yes. And I, I've actually, you know, joked with him. I saw him on Rodale Drive once. Oh. Was dry, yeah, oh yeah. Because his daughters like to take him out to uh, Rodale and go shopping and things like that. You know, He's he's a little flashy coach. Wears the Jordans on the sideline. Had a Jordan. Oh, yeah. He actually has a Jordan he loves, contract. Yeah, yeah. I think he likes Los Angeles, he and if that opportunity here. presents itself, trust me, I don't think he's turning that down. They got to do it. Yeah. Uh, all right, you know who's been playing really well that no one's really talking about? The New York Football Giants. Oh, Danny oh. Dimes. Danny Dimes. <laughs> Danny but forget Dimes. forget comeback player of the year. Saquon should be in the MVP race. That is an appropriate react. That's not an overreaction. That is appropriate. I think. We no Saquon Barkley. This team is at the bottom of the NFC. With Saquon Barkley, they're a team that is a playoff team. And I don't know where they'll finish at in terms of record, but Saquon Barkley has superhuman powers, and it's that turn that offense. He's turned Daniel Jones into the better quarterback. And so that's where the evaluation for me is difficult. Because I would have loved to seen a healthy Saquon Barkley over the last couple seasons for Daniel Jones. He's looked like a more than capable quarterback with a healthy Saquon Barkley. But without a healthy Saquon Barkley, teams defense him differently. They, they make him have to be who he's not. And let's just be honest, Daniel Jones is a high-end game manager. He's not a, a gunslinger. He's not going to go out and throw right. for three, 400 yards a game and four touchdowns. He's going to be a 250 per game guy with about five carries or five plays that get your first downs throughout. Throw for two touchdowns, but he's handing it off to Saquon Barkley. He's a more athletic version of Alex Smith. Is that? Yeah. You know, that's fair. That's fair. I'm, I just. He's, Jones is fast. He, that's what I'm he's, he's fast. Got speed. So it's a more athletic yeah. version, I think, of Alex Smith, and I can win football games with him, but it's because of a healthy Saquon Barkley. Yeah. That Saquon's been great. He uh, leads the NFL in rushing, 931 yards yeah. in nine games. Also six touchdowns. All right, last one. We talked about it earlier with Miami. I don't think there's any other way to say it right now. They have the best offense in the NFL. Miami's the best offense in the NFL. <sighs> wow. Whew. Two has been great. 300-plus the last three games. Three-plus touchdowns. Obviously, Tyreek and Jalen Waddle are both on a torrid pace. Tyreek's still on, right. only at 44 yards, still on a 2,000-yard pace. You're trying to convince me, but I think Jeff it's Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert. Uh, I'm going to go overreaction. 
That's an overreaction. Who's better? I still think the Kansas City Chiefs have the best offense in the NFL. And I'm talking about from top to bottom. I think we, we sometimes we forget that Travis Kelsey is still the best tight end in the NFL. Yeah, and then you think about all those receivers. You now, Valdez, Scantling, Sky Moore, Juju Smith-Schuster, you add in. I think Kadarius Toney literally shows you why I think they're the best offense. Here he is, comes off the street, four games. Not street, but he leaves New York. He had four catches yesterday. Pacheco, the backup tight end, Gray. Like yeah, You right. just start naming guys on the roster, and boom. And then Pacheco, you mentioned he's a uh, the outstanding back now, getting a, a ton of carries. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is not, he's not, not even part of the, the rotation, it seems like. He's still there, so that's just weapons on the offense. I'm going to go with the, the Chiefs still having the best offense. It's an overreaction to think that Miami has the best offense. Now, they have the best duo. They have the best tandem of wide receivers in the National Football League. Right? We haven't seen the likes of this since Torrey Holt and uh, Isaac Bruce. But these two guys really make up the offense for Tua. That's what gives me the fear, but when it comes to the Chiefs, you, you have fear from everyone because everyone can get the football at any point. Oh, I forgot about McCole Harbin, too, by the way. I, you know, he's also a part of that offense with the Chiefs. That's it. Overreaction. Over. Overreactions. Yeah, man. Overreactions. Great job. We don't have one more? What answers? I don't have one more. All right, we'll get one more. This NFL season, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, Thanksgiving, and Christmas triple headers. The International Series and every postseason game. I'll be listening tonight. I think who, who's on tap for tonight? I believe it's is it Commanders and Eagles, baby. Oh, don't no, talk about for the for the broadcast. Oh, I think the broadcast. Ross, yeah, oh, Eagles. Wow. Ross Tucker. Sure. I get a little, little Ross Tucker tonight as well. So I'll be listening to that is uh, on that stream because I like to hear a little bit in my car as I before I get home. So I'll listen to the broadcast just because you get a different feel of it, and then you'll watch it. So sometimes I just like to uh, put the old earpiece in when I can if I'm not broadcasting the game. Get a little earpiece. You Absolutely. get a little different. Uh, it's a different feel for NFL games, but yeah, let's let's get into that too. What do we expect tonight from the Commanders? What do we expect tonight from the Eagles? Does your opinion change on both teams, or it's one of those situations if the lo- if the Eagles lose, is it? I told you so. They ain't that good. They ain't beat nobody. But if they win, it's like they were supposed to. It's yeah. like a catch twenty two. I will right off the bat, just as an NFC East fan, I always just look at when any ever those. Teams Play. You just got to kind of throw the records out and mm. kind of let them play. But, yeah, would it be a surprise for the Eagles to lose? Yeah, yeah of course. But, yeah. but. But it's Tyler Heineke, right? Like, Taylor, I'll, I'll have Taylor, a Heineke. I did say Tyler. Taylor, Taylor Heineke. Yeah, but. yeah. look, the game's an 11-point spread tonight. So, you know, <laughs> oh, but even the desert doesn't think it's supposed to be close. I would expect Philly to win by 17 points tonight. But. You just never know, right? If it's close. You just never know. It's if it's NFL. a close game, it's a division game. But then it's just going to fuel the narrative, like you said, that, they all right, who have, the, who have the Eagles played? Who have they beaten? They couldn't blow out the the commanders with a mm-hmm. backup quarterback? Like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, but the thing is, this is you don't get extra points by margin of <laughs> defeat. You know what I mean? Like, you win, you play, 
to win the game. That's right. it. Yeah, Whether it's, it's by one or by the end of the day. It's not black and white. You know, at the end of the day, did you win or did you lose? That's no, that is black and white. That's very black and white. Either got the dub or you got the L. When we're like in week 16, we're going to say, oh, did they win? Oh, they beat them. Okay. We're not going to say like, oh, they won. But they really won because of. What do you mean? You guys were just doing it a second go with the Vikings. I did. Yeah. They won the football game. And I said, but if they get the snap, how do you feel about it? I didn't do that. I didn't say that. The Vikings have played four backup quarterbacks. Like they've had every break go their way, mm. but they're eight and one. But they're eight and one. That's why I'm saying they're not the best team. Like your reaction, they're not the best team in the NFL. See, <laughs> that's <laughs> why we bring it up. Yeah, we'll go wrap things up here and give a couple more previews on the Monday Night Football broadcast tonight. More coming up on the Rich Eisen Show. Kirk Borson filling in for Rich. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Kirk Morrisman filling in for Rich all day and wishing Rich uh, safe travels in the crew uh, from the uh, Munich, Germany, from the game yesterday. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Seattle Seahawks. He'll be traveling back. He'll be back in the seat tomorrow. I'm just keeping it warm for him. Uh, just want to transition just a little bit here, shift to quick gears. Just, uh, just want to make note of football players from the um, University of Virginia uh, were shot and killed last night. Deshaun Perry. Lavelle Davis and Devin Chandler, three active players for the uh, Virginia football team, shot and killed last night. And so my heart goes out to the people in Charlottesville, the uh, the football program, the University of Virginia, and all those affected um, by this tragedy. Yeah. And so just a former to player that. on a bus. Yeah, they're saying like, a possible former player, and you know, it's just it's always tough. And, and the reason why it hits me a little bit because I remember when I, I left the nest, right when I left home to go play college football at San Diego State. And I always remember my mom saying, you know, parents, when they let you go, when you leave the nest, they always think that you'll come back home at some point, ready oh, to visit, man. to do it. And so to think, you know, your parents leave you to go off to college to, you know, find who you're going to be as an adult, but playing a game that you love and then um, to not be able to return. You know, I'm, I'm said thoughts and prayers to those parents as well. Uh, this is a, Big tragedy. So. Yeah, man, that's just – especially when you put it that way and everyone thinking like, you know, I haven't been in college in years, but you right. guys know one memory that I, to this day, guys, that I still have and I'll never leave? Yeah. My mom dropping me off at college, saying our goodbyes, and me walking into the, the doors of Point Park College and turning around, and I could see my mom just standing by the car watching me walk in. And that's just something that, like, to this day, yeah. just, you know, it was like, all right, I'm out. 
Like, right. you know, and so that you just saying that just kind of made it even more real and kind of even more sad. You're right. These kids, parents just, yeah. And the, this gun situation, I know this isn't the right forum, man, but we got to do better, man. They do. It's just heavy hearts for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I do remember when my dad dropped me off at college and it was one of those situations where, um, where he dropped me off. And I don't know how you guys, you guys ever have that, that moment, you know, for that father figure, your, your dad, whoever it may be, where you're trying to be, not be emotional, but be, you're, <laughs> you're being emotional at the same time. So it was like, I had never had that moment with my dad before. Yeah, so then that kind of dropped me off and I'm looking at him like, all right, man. He's like, all right. <laughs> I was like, all right. Like, all right. Well, good luck. I'm like, oh, well, thank you, Dad. Appreciate it. Good luck. It was like, do we shake hands? We hug. Like, hey, man, I appreciate it. Like, he drove me down. So we made the drive from the Bay Area to San Diego. And it was just, I was always remember, like, I was like, all right, thank you. He was like, thank you. And it was like, right. it's because you didn't know what to do now. Like, yeah, you've never like, been in that position. I've never been in that you know? situation, man. So it was, it just brought me back to to the to, uh, to that memory, man. Again, wishing to, uh, you know, condolences to the families yeah. involved in that. So, and that team, Kirk, they got a game on Saturday. And I, how can they play? They, there's no way. This game's got to be postponed. Or canceled, well, right? you, you'll see. Um, a lot of times it's uh, a healing for having those games, too. I, that's also a good You know what I mean? This because game. this is where the community comes. And, and this is where I get so lucky because I get to see the pageantry of college football every weekend, mm-hmm. every Saturday. You know, last weekend I was my first time ever going to Stillwater, Oklahoma. Nice. Hadn't been to a game. And first of all, the, the sidelines at Boone Pickens Stadium had never been, but the, the the actual sideline for the players, if you reach your hand back, you can high-five a fan. That, that's how close oh, the, wow. the uh-huh. front row is to the sideline. Oh, wow. So you're, like, right on top of it, but you get it. This was a blackout game that I, you know, um, broadcasted. And so you know that people come from all over for the football games, it's, and it's a time to – to just kind of rejoice, you know, just relive college moments and be around. So I think that's what the games also, it brings a lot of people out, brings a, a family-type atmosphere, and I think that's one of the reasons they may keep the game, you know, moment of silence and find a way to to keep those memories of those players' names alive. So I, I'm going to look forward to them and follow this story throughout this yeah. week and, you know, keep uh, nothing but positive thoughts going to uh, to, to Coach Elliott and the uh, Virginia Cavaliers football program. But – I don't know. You know. We'll watch Monday Night Football tonight. I'll I'll keep my eyes on it. Um, this week, th- does college basketball ever move you guys right now? I mean, because you know, there, there's. I was teasing my buddy who's a college basketball uh, coach, and I always say he's like, "Oh man, this is a number eight team in a. You know, we were playing against the number eight ranked team in the country." I said, do I really care about a ranking on a college basketball team? Because it really comes down to April, or sorry, May. I mean, sorry, yeah, sorry, March. March. March, yeah, March. Yeah. Like, all, all, all the months. No, March. It's all about March. It so I, like, I'm gonna, it's, it's like my appetizer throughout this week to watch a little college basketball because it's hard to really keep up with the players. Every single year, it's like it's new players. I don't know who they are. This kid is the number eighth ranked, and he's number yeah. four ranked. And then all of a sudden you get to the NBA draft and everybody's talking about Wimby. That's all I know is Wimby. Wimby Crown Vic, baby. Wimbyana? Yeah. Victor Wimbyana. Crown Vic. Yeah. See? Crown Victor. Vic. Crown Vic. See? We talk about that all the time, Kirk. It's really funny you bring that up. Like, <laughs> I don't know who any of the players are. Right. All, everybody's one and done. Um, it's just not as interesting. It's not compelling. The, the game flow, it's not as good as watching mm. the NBA. The 
I, I just I can't get into it anymore. I, I, mm. I even though I went to a big basketball school, Syracuse, yeah. and I still care about them. Come, you know, late season ACC run. Yeah. I watch the conference tournament. I care about March Madness. But right now, November, December, January, (laughs) no chance. Not when football is just really ramping up, and now it's like do or die NFL and college football. Plus, for the first few weeks, the teams play like the the – like I've done a couple games already. The teams that play each other, it's like – it's not really fair because the teams are like you're playing like Sister schools. Mary School of the Blind, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I, you know, like, I mean, like I said, with yeah, with college broadcast each week, I'm I'm trying to find some things to do. So this weekend, I'm going to Raleigh Durham. Uh, I'm going. That's where I'm flying into. Nice. I got North Carolina versus Georgia Tech, but there is no North Carolina basketball game this weekend. But there is one down Tobacco Road where I've I've went to. Cameron Indoor, but I've never went to a basketball game. I've walked around in Cameron Indoor, yep. but they play Delaware Friday night. Is oh, that oh. yes? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta go. It's worth gotta it. Go. Yeah. If you've never well, been to a game there, you gotta go. Yeah, well, go. I get the true fan experience though, because uh, you know it's probably I not. See, like, you know, the, the students over there, students will be there. They're, they're doing all of that. Yeah. They go. They come out. Yeah, I would imagine. Right. Yeah. Well, now I got because also when you else are you going to get a chance that's to true. do that? And that's you can't true. obviously you're not going to get into a Duke North Carolina game because just no, yeah, that's like yeah. Yeah. Tony Romo got in though. <laughs> you remember Tony Romo got in? He was sitting courtside. Oh, yeah. Tony, Tony oh, Romo can do anything. So. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Obama was at Obama the, was there. Yeah, at the yeah. Zion Williamson <laughs> blowout game, the blowout game, the shoe game. Let's see. Yeah. What what day is that? What day is uh, Duke playing? Duke is already Friday. looking at the secondary market. No, I was market. looking at the spread. He has yeah. a little bit of an issue. Duke's <laughs> ranked number seven. Yeah. Are they really number yeah, seven? Yeah, oh, number yeah. seven. Top top ten team. All right. I may go. Delaware is not ranked. Go down to Tobacco Road. Go down to Cameron uh, Stadium. The Blue Hens are <laughs> not ranked. <laughs> and watch. Uh, wait. Coach Shire? Is that it? Yeah, John Shire. John Shire. 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 John Shire. See, look at that. I'm dropping basketball knowledge <laughs> here on everybody, man. Watch your Just, just, just well-rounded, brother. Name one player on Duke seven. right now. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Well, he didn't say he was a Duke uh, fan. Man. Coach Sire's guys. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Someone call Coach Sire. Man, this has been fun, man. Rich will be back in the, in the desk tomorrow. Appreciate it. <laughs>